Hi guys and welcome to the Hurtful Truth Podcast, episode 4 now. Uh, I got Theodore, I think I said it right. It's kind of hard <laughs> because it's a little different. It's spelled without the H, you know. So, uh, where are you from, man? I'm from Croatia. It's kind of like uh, Eastern Europe. Uh, it's like uh, ex-Yugoslavia, you know. Have oh, you heard yeah. about Yugoslavia? Just a little bit. Yeah, I'm not, as, I'm not as familiar with European places, but I plan to go out there soon. So, really, <laughs> the way that I I found him was under a podcast. Someone was talking, and I saw him comment a funny comment. It ended up <laughs> making me think, like, all right, I need to talk to this guy because we're on the same mindset. <laughs> and so then I see some of his tweets and his tweets were incredible. So I just I just thought it would be a really good conversation to get you on here, man. Uh really I don't know much about you. I just know that you definitely know what you're talking about. So I just want to ask, I guess, what's your reason why people should listen to you, you know? Tell the people who you are. I said you said where you're from. What's your story, man? Oh, well, that's a nice question. I like the why should people listen to me? Okay. Well, um, I don't want to start on a, a kind of dark note, but it's unfortunate. And I have always uh, have to bring this up. It's like uh, it's, it's become kind of repetitive. But uh, I uh, kind of my story started when uh, I was a kid. And uh, well, my father killed himself, basically. And what happened is I fell into a depression. I, uh, as I was younger, when I was 11 or 12, my father killed himself. Then as I was 15 or 16, I found the truth about, the, let's say, the Matrix, the Illuminati, mm -hmm. which only deepened the sadness, you know, and uh, the whole depression, trauma, everything like that. But I avoided it until like I was 24, which was two or three years ago. And then... Uh, uh, once the circus started with the coronavirus in 2020, I found out like, okay, I'm depressed, I'm fucked up. This is mental illness, and I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not in the right, right space. I need to heal this, or I, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to live a, a healthful life, like uh, a bad life, chaotic life, yeah, destructive life. So then I was like uh, thinking. I don't have a lot of money for uh, a good psychiatrist and I don't I, I don't want to pop pills mm -hmm. so I decided to heal myself you know to go through this journey on my own and this is where I learned a lot of uh, things about life about healing oneself and uh, about my purpose and who really I am and that's what I want to give to people as well that's my story and uh, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a that's a beautiful thing. How did you start? How did you make your money um, throughout that time? Uh, well, uh, throughout uh, my younger years, you mean? Just to get to where you are in general, you know. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, uh, mostly like uh, side works, working around. I'm from Zagreb, right? It's like Croatia, although it's from Yugoslavia, we're like, uh, we have roads and buildings and everything, uh -huh. you know, it's like, it's like not a village. 
I live in like a city with a million people. Mm -hmm. Although small, we have opportunities here for making money. But now I'm uh, like uh, focused on uh, coaching. Coaching? Which is kind of my purpose, right? Because that's all, the only thing I want to do right now, except having a family and be f free. I want to help people heal themselves. You know, uh, a lot of people have are going through what I'm going through and uh, what I have been through, and I want to help them uh, throughout this transition. I respect that a lot. Uh, actually, I relate to you a lot. My brother passed away when I was 14. I always have to bring it up because it's a big part of my life. And then uh, it's it's kind of what shaped me. And I was also 14. You said you were like, how old were you? Yeah, 12. 12, so around the same time. And it's a little different, but at the same time, it had the same kind of effect, I feel like, just in some type of way. You learn to value people. You learn to value life around you and understand that nothing's permanent. And things that people that you think are going to be there forever will not be there forever. So that's something that it taught me. And uh, I really like the fact that you do coaching. Could you explain to the people a little more about what you coach people with and then how they can get in contact with you? Uh -huh. Well, uh, I coach. Uh, well, first of all, yeah, I mean, I mean uh, I'm, I'm sorry about I mean, sorry about it, but I cannot be so. Um, I mean, it's fate, but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, it's kind of like the times right now are kind of that transformative when uh, like uh, me and you, you and me, and a, a lot of different people have gone through this traumatic experience before like in let's say 2010 and now in 2020 this when coronavirus hit and the lockdowns happened this like caused trauma all over the world you know awakening but we are here to serve like kind of uh, you have awakened uh, i reckon like uh, when your brother passed away i i reckon that's when it started so it's kind of interesting that we're like in the same place hanging out with such a similar uh, past. What I do in coaching, well, uh, we basically, and it's kind of like life coaching, but I try to give us uh, my sort of spin on it with my experiences and how I see life. But uh, mostly it's, uh, we go through coaching, we kind of try to find the underlying reasons why we want to do something, why we want to transform, why this happened, why that happened. And then we try to uh, find your answers. Basically, my coaching revolves around not giving people answers, mostly. Sometimes I do uh, tell some advice, but mostly it's about asking another uh, human. It's kind of like, I, I view it like bringing wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's like... Uh, when you uh, when you're wise you can f uh, figure out a problem for yourself like you can figure out a solution for yourself and that's what i would try to do for other people and we set goals uh we try to like uh, yeah be more aware of our problems be wise and set goals and uh, accountability and all that you can find me on twitter tell Zrinsky, message me and all that yes and i'll put his uh, at in the description as well but um, <clears throat> I saw that you talked about depression on your Twitter. 
then I agreed with you 100%, and then you just kind of brought it up earlier. So you want to just dive into that now, since you said, uh, I think it was about, there's no such thing as depression in a way, it's just only sadness. I'm, I'm assuming that's kind of what you were saying. I can't remember exactly. Oh, nice. Are you, this is your, uh, this is your belief. Do you agree with it? I do. I was writing just like 30 minutes ago, I was writing like a book about, uh, an ebook about depression. And I remember one podcast, I didn't watch the whole podcast, the, the Joe Rogan experience, but I watched some a little clip of it. Some Asian guy with blonde hair and kind of tan. He he's a photographer and he went into Africa in some kind of it's not even a village it's kind of people living in nature it's kind of tribal right where they hunt hunt baboos and everything like their life revolves around uh, waking up uh, hunting for food or women gather food men hunt for food and then they bring the food they eat uh, they celebrate dance and they go back to sleep that's how he described it like he takes photos of people uh, videos i don't know he's like that travels around the world and uh, photos of indigenous indigenous people mm -hmm. and then he has them like you have they had uh, a sort of opportunity the tribal people to go to america to so people uh, get to know them and uh, they would earn a lot of money they will have opportunities everything like that and uh, they um, said no like call like instantly no why would we go there like uh, i don't want to go there and the reasoning was like why would i go to place where people kill themselves for nothing where mm. people jump from the buildings to end their life it's kind of it didn't even make sense to them like they don't have uh, the term depression they don't have it it's non-existent they they don't have in their tribe they don't have a person who kills themselves wow huh? I, I mean of course i i reckon they have sadness when someone dies i'm sure they're sad but they don't have depression so their main reasoning was like uh, I mean, I don't have a car, I don't have clothes, or I'm not fancy, but man, I, I'm like, uh, I'm just eating, hunting for food and celebrating, dancing, and that's all I need, like, and, you know, that's life for them, right? So uh, that goes like back to that question, like depression and sadness. Okay, for sure, we have mental illnesses and depression here in like uh, developed uh, societies. But I mean, uh, it's kind of, yeah, I think it's kind of fleeting feeling, honestly, that uh, we stick to it. But uh, honestly, I think uh, this story itself tells, uh, tells answers. Yeah, so like, basically what I get out of that is that there's no such a thing as depression. I mean, it's kind of what I said earlier, too. It's just like, there's no such thing as depression. It's just sadness. There's there's no clinical depression that's uncurable. There's depression of feeling depressed. But there's not like, because I've been there. I'm sure you've been there. It's just that we can't use that as an excuse or like, oh, I have a chemical imbalance when you aren't even doing the basics. Yeah. You're not even doing the fundamentals. I knew someone that was vaping, um doing dabs constantly like weed dabs i knew someone that they, that same person was drinking like every day and doing all these things like every single day and she's telling me she has a chemical imbalance and she's depressed 
And I'm like, you don't even do the most basic human needs, which is not doing that, first of all. I mean, to be healthy. You need to be healthy. If you're going to be healthy-minded, healthy body, you're going to be happier overall. And also, I feel like my take on it is it's all about mindset. It's all about perspective. I could be going through the worst thing and I'd still come out because of my mindset. And then you you look at Andrew Tate, who went to jail for three months in a tiny little box, like a tiny box. He barely had any room. It was like the size of a little bathroom. And he's in the dark. And he came out looking like a beast, man. He came out looking (laughs) like a beast and he's fine. He's perfectly fine because he has the iron mind. And that's what it's about. It's about perspective. And the way that I, I view life is you got to reframe the way you look at things instead of thinking you, you should be happy from these temporary things like, oh, I need to hit this vape or I need to drink this alcohol. You should be thinking, I'm going to be happy from progressing towards what I want in life. And that's what I decided. I'm only happy when I'm progressing. It's like a video game. So why not just only get my happiness from that progression? And now your life is much better absolutely got to curate everything in your life your surroundings your food your speech see i'm writing a book too it's called how to hack your mind so nice that's the pinned tweet in my on my twitter which i the people that know my twitter they know but i don't even i don't promote it on the pod so it's kind of like if you know you know (laughs) go ahead what are your thoughts on all that and uh yeah go ahead well, uh, I had like uh, uh, with the Andrew Tate. Uh, you said the Iron Mind. I heard uh, I was listening to some course. I forgot the name or optimize yourself or something like that. But uh, uh, he mentioned like you know the first Harry Potter movie. It's called the Philosopher's Stone, and it's like uh, this kind of relic. Sorcerer's Stone, not... I think. Sorcerer's Stone, I think. Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Sorcerer. But it's kind of like... Uh, okay. But uh, he uh, drew a mention on that. But basically, uh, what the, the guy said in the course was like the philosopher's power is that he's able to turn any negative into a positive. Mm. And uh, I think that's what uh, Andrew, Andrew Tate's power is as well. Like he he's able to turn anything they throw at him he turns it to positive like yep. they try try to ha- cancel him it only made him bigger uh, they try to jail him like uh, i think uh, now that he was jailed and in that tiny cell that he like found some kind of another level as uh, another level of peace and uh, faith and not only him but uh, tristan tate as well as uh, tristan tate was kind of like uh, Andrew Tate a bit more into like uh, Muslim way of life, like uh, religion, discipline, uh, uh, God and everything like that. Spiritual, more spiritual, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I think also uh, as Tristan went through that jail progress, I think he also grew in that spiritual sense. So I think that's the Tristan uh, Tate's power, both of them. Like the more they throw them, the more obstacles they have, the more they eat it. And the more they grew stronger, 
And yeah. I think that's uh, one of the yeah the keys behind this kind of like uh, what we talking what we're talking about depression and progression. It's like uh, the more obstacles uh, you you go through, the more you grow. Like the I mean, the more you grow, the bigger you are. Yeah, yeah, absorbing all the power. They used to talk <clears throat> yeah, about absorbing. that. Too. They used to talk about that too. They would. <laughs> joking about kind of they always re relate their life to movies and books and stuff right. so yeah i was gonna say like whenever my brother passed away i had that power already i guess because um i was able to see that see i was raised very christian whenever i was growing up so i already believed in god and i was younger too so i i had a very heavy faith in god and I still do, but just not the same. I don't look at it the exactly the same way. But definitely, I w when it happened, I was thinking, how is this going to bring good into my life someday? Like, that's how I looked at it. Instead of, I hate you, God. I hate life. I, I hate everything. Instead of all that, it's like, that's not productive. And to me, everything comes down to what's productive so for me, it's like the most productive thing is to be positive and understand the positives that come out of it. Obviously, you're going to be sad through trauma in some type of way, most likely. But if you can reframe things in some some way to serve you, sometimes viewing it ne as negative can serve you a little bit as long as it's propelling you forward. You know, uh, I saw Andrew Tate's email whenever he was released, the first thing he sent out. He talks about how he eventually, after a long time, they let him watch one movie and he chose Shawshank Redemption. That's what it was. Uh huh. And uh, you've seen that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so Shawshank Redemption, he talks about how his hope made him feel more miserable when he was in prison, but it also drove him to get out of prison. So he was like the people that had accepted the reality and he compared this to like what we call the matrix, which is just the fabricated life they've built around you with propaganda and all these different things. He compares it to the same thing. It's like he had hope that he would get out and that made him upset and didn't make him happy, but he knew it was necessary because then he ended up making calls, making calls. He ended up getting out. Same way in Shawshank Redemption, it's like, spoiler alert, <laughs> he gets out <laughs> and <laughs> he, he's very, um, you know, he had hope the whole time. So it made him so miserable inside, but it ended up making his life better. And he was talking about how people that live in these societies, these systems, they don't believe they can escape. And the fact that they don't believe that they can escape is exactly why they accept everything around them and then they defend it just like in the movie the matrix he talks about they fight to defend the system that controls them so yeah. it's a it's a crazy thing man it's yeah. it's a good topic so what do you have to say about that i love the way he uses his emotions to i love how he manipulates uh, his mind like he uses uh, he gets some negative emotion right he gets depressed right then he's stuck in jail but then he uses that 
to change his situation the, that emotion is not um, pulling him back but pushing him forward and it's like he uses his that that negative emotion for as cool let's say as uh, fuel so uh, yeah i i admire that i think that's uh, that's something uh, i can definitely work on and uh, it's something like uh, although like uh Tate is something special but there's a, a kind of problem with uh, Tate it's like uh, I don't know have you heard about the book uh Vladimir Zelensky uh, uh fucking like uh, okay I'll explain like this you have like uh uh, pandelum that swings right you have left and right side you uh, you have the uh, you have uh, let's say foot you follow nba just a little bit like a little bit okay you have the i don't know the la lakers and you have the la clippers and they hate each other right and uh, you have the fans on one side and fans on the other side like and the, the fans on one side uh, push against the others and then the and then the the other side pushes against the others it's like atheism and religion it's like uh, uh yeah. muslims and catholics that's it's actually like, why that's like the yin yang symbol that i use a lot and i'm gonna tap that is because it's two opposing forces but it creates balance is that kind of where you're going with it yeah it's um well it's uh, certainly a symbolism like uh, two opposing forces against each other but uh, the guy that russian guy uh, I, f I forgot the book but it's a must read transporting or something like that it's kind of like a mystic can, book but it makes sense we can find it after this and maybe i'll like link it or something link it link, link it for sure it's a must read he basically explains and uh, this uh tate tate mentioned this in similar terms it's uh, what you give energy to yep. and this pendulum this uh let's say politics left and right uh atheist and religion uh, this takes away your energy it has to take away your energy to function uh, for this to swing from left to right it has to have people behind it that that pushes this mm. right yep. without it it can it will stay still without it it won't exist something like that let's say that's crazy uh, yeah go ahead go ahead and uh and like uh, another reference is like politicians uh, the politician in new york the uh, how do you say the main uh, the of the president let's say or, or the mayor let's say the let's say the president the president the biden of united states has a lot more power than president of uh, croatia which is i don't know milanovic he's he is his name but he has much more power uh, and it's because uh, well not not only because of people that's why i wanted to use the cities but uh, the the president of new york let's say the president i forgot the it's name it's called a mayor the, the mayor yeah. yeah the mayor of new york has so much power than the mayor of i don't know some give me some small town in alabama i don't know alabama but i got i'm in uh okc oklahoma so. okc 
Yeah, he, he has so much power because he said he has so much people under him because New York has, I don't know, 20 million people inside it. And uh, they bring the money that bring that bring energy inside it, which creates money, which creates everything else. Well, basically, what I'm trying to say is uh, the mayor of New York would be much weaker if there would be living two million people in New York. So uh, that energy is like uh, that pendulum would. Uh, th that's kind of a, a problem with Tate. Uh, it's kind of a pendulum like uh, Tate against the Matrix right and uh, the problem is if you speak uh, i appreciate it and i learned a lot from tate and i think that tate is positive uh, power in the world yeah. but if you speak uh, about tate 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 uh, it swallows you up this pendulum and you become like uh, it's hard to find your own uh, voice right you get uh, swollen into that field and this is an amazing, it's actually amazing how he was able to do this. How like uh, Tate, like... Um, he got people thinking about him, is that what you're saying? You got people talking yeah. about him. It's amazing how he created this field, like uh, no one now is bigger than Tate. No yeah. Kenya, no, maybe Putin, but uh, like no one is uh, as electrifying as Tate. Something like Napoleon in, in its own time. And it's international, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I knew everybody knows Tate. And he swallows one man. He came from like uh, as hard as the background as one can uh, get from. But uh, this was uh, why I don't. Uh, this was uh, my thought process of why I don't uh, like. Um, but this is my opinion, right? And my mindset. So maybe it's not true, but why I don't like. Uh, uh, speak about Tate in tweets uh, so it doesn't that uh, his energy doesn't swallow me up and takes away what I want to express to uh, to the world why do you think it swallows you up and how does it take away from your message whenever you do bring him up mm, that's a good question well I don't know exactly yeah because for me what takes away that's why I ask you because for me I believe it's just his message in general is kind of the same as ours, uh, as far as I know, like as far as I can tell from you, it's kind of the same. And I don't feel like he would take it away, take anything away from us, you know, just bringing him up. It's only if we made our entire brand around Tate that we would be swallowed up by Tate. It's just that his message is so true, man. Like. That's why I spoke highly of him. I actually had, there was a New York Post article that came out and it was about me <laughs> and I, I stood up for Tate because I don't know, some guy reached out to me through Twitter, got my information, we talked and then he did kind of like a hit piece on me and <laughs> Andrew Tate after we just had a normal conversation about it and uh, whatever, but you know, <laughs> I ended up it came back to me at my job that I used to work the nine to five and uh, some girls found out, they found out that I was on a podcast or someone was talking about me on a podcast at least. Some two girls were talking shit about me because I was in that New York Post article 
<laughs> and it came back to my job and this girl tried to get me fired and everything and i didn't care i stood up for tate because the thing is man i knew he was innocent i knew this guy was a good person because of the amount of free knowledge he gave out i'm pretty sure he had even leaked on purpose some of his old hustlers university stuff like that iron mind thing you were talking about i'm pretty yeah. sure he leaked that on purpose so he gave that away for free because he knew he was making a new course it's like how could someone that's giving that much free wisdom that's yeah. already he's a, a he's a billionaire really he's a billionaire yeah. uh, especially considering he has everything he'll ever need he's fine he didn't have to even do this but yeah, I respect him to a high level for that. And uh, I could tell based on his friends, just watching his friends on, on YouTube, Jay Waller, shout out Jay Waller. There's Sterling. There's yeah, no Sterling. so many people that are just really good people, like <clears throat> Fresh and Fit, you know, Myron and Fresh. They are uh, really good people, and you can see it in their content that they actually want to help, even if it gets controversial. And you might not agree with everything they say. I don't agree with every single thing anyone says. Like, I, don't, yeah, I don't care who it is. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean I can't like see their overall standing and what they stand for and agree with that overall. You know, I agree with. Um, that's why I decided to start talking to people in that group of people, like people around them, start just following them at least. And it led me to meeting a lot of people that actually know some people around him. And that's how I got to where I am today is just because you, you decide the circle you want to put yourself in. That's basically where I'm going with this. Yes. You, you decide what circle do you want to aim for at least. And if you just aim for it, at least you'll be closer to it, you know? Yeah, of course. I know like every time I say something, I go into a different route. No, but I, I wanted not, to mention like, I like to talk about different things, so it's just organic. Go ahead, man. It's connection. It's connected. But uh, uh, there's a Twitter profile of a girl, like she's a witch, basically. But uh, she talked about like uh, some souls. In how uh, you're not like uh, only you, but you're like um, a part of uh, everyone around you. Mm -hmm. the people you hang out with so it, it kind of ties back when, uh, with uh, who you hang out with it's who you become it's kind of like uh, you get a part of their soul and they get a part of you I agree unfortunately that account is I, I, I don't I used to speak to her she had her own like group and everything on discord and she was active she had like 10k now she's like around 11 or 13k but she stopped tweeting she stopped everything I think she died. I don't know. Uh, because uh, online, uh, we met online, like we talked online. But she did some crazy shit. I'll, I'll do this. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, we talked in private messages. I probably shouldn't say this, but I mean, she's probably dead. So, Press in uh, peace. Uh, probably, I don't know. Now, because uh, I, I reckon she was like uh, in Amsterdam or... The, if you to, if you have taken the vaccine there's a higher chance that you die and um, in this uh, modern uh, in croatia we didn't take so much like 50 percent i think i think took the vaccine but uh, much more in the western world people have uh, injected them with that bullshit. <laughs> but okay um yeah she said like uh, she spoke to the spirit of Alistair Crowley 
she managed to somehow i can bring up the discord <laughs> let me give me a second go ahead ah uh, no i can't bring that ah shit, i deleted the chat but uh, somehow she summoned the spirit of alistair probably to talk to her so maybe that's what got her killed i don't know but uh, as well like uh, many of the mystics uh, uh, first off i want to clarify that i would fuck with alistair crowley <laughs> But uh, many of the sinister, uh, many of the mystic people, especially Alistair Crowley and uh, people like that, have gotten a bad rep in uh, shamans and witches and everything like that. They've gotten a bad rep uh, because of the past, uh, like Catholic and everything like that, burnouts and everything like, you know, the burning witches and the... the the modernization of the world, the church, uh, especially the Catholic Church in like the 15th, 16th century, killed a lot of them and even before. But uh, I mean, there's I, I, I honestly believe and I have spoke to uh, many witches and uh, that uh, there's like uh, good people, good uh, good mystic people, I don't know, good witches, let's say, and bad witches, good shamans and bad shamans. But I don't know uh, if there's bad shamans, but uh, to clarify, uh, I don't know where, uh, but I was studying shamans. Can I go in that direction? Go ahead. I was studying shamans, like uh, as I was dealing with the, this depression and uh, I was reading the books about shamans. The... There's a lot of uh, white people, civilization people. Uh, they went into that uh, kind of tribal life, Mexico, uh, blah, 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 where they have like real shaman. They do all sorts of nasty stuff. Not nasty, uh, mystic stuff, not nasty. And this is, I think, another turning point that needs to like happen uh, with dealing with depression. And I love their uh, approach about it. It's like uh, the shamans say, when something hurtful happens to you, uh, it could be either the emotional, uh, when you lose someone, it could be physical, when you bro break something, or it can be mental. I forgot the example for that. But when the, some painful experience happens, they say they uh, that your soul kind of splits apart uh, to survive the impact. And uh, I I see it as uh, going cold after something like uh, I remember as I went cold when uh, my first my father divorced my mother and this is when it kicked in and then when he killed himself that's when the like um, that coldness happened and I believe that's uh, that split you know that happened and they say that uh, to recover you have to heal the parts together and uh, remedy them and uh, like uh, it's it is said like uh, there's many sessions where they like the sh the shaman go when the shaman helps uh, the shaman goes into trance and he goes like into different worlds worlds and he like gets uh, back the soul of the that missing part to the human back but i don't uh, think like that and uh, another part that i have read yeah, the, the same uh, Japanese uh, Asian guy with the blonde hair that we talked before. Yeah, on Joe Rogan's podcast. 
on Joe Rogan's podcast, I think it was him, that he witnessed, uh, I think it was him, that he witnessed uh, like those shaman uh, healing sessions, where shaman goes back, uh, I don't know, a, a, a guy comes with a sickness or something, and uh, guy, uh, it's a whole ceremony, a guy's uh, shaman goes into, uh, how do you say, trans, uh, trans state, he comes back and he he finds the solution and he gives the solution to the and he cures the fella. And another thing, I know I'm talking long, but this is a movie you must see. It's a called a horse boy. It's called it's about autistic fella, autistic little kid around five six years old. He can't function. Uh, the parents tried everything. Uh, one parent, a mother, is a. Uh, a therapist uh, highly decorated and another father is uh, he Bruce he deals with horses right and they tried everything diet uh, every bullshit there is uh, not bullshit everything that uh, that, uh, that that exists in western world they tried it and then the father and it didn't work and then the father uh, came to an idea like the boy loves horses that's uh, the only thing oh sorry the boy loves horses and that's the only thing that he can do actually the rest is like he's you know retarded he cannot do anything it's un he's unfunctionable so they uh, the father came to an idea okay i'm gonna go to mongolia they have horses there and they have shamans and he himself uh the when he traveled the world as he was young he himself had uh like the Japanese, like the Asian guy, he was in the events where the shaman, uh, the healing trances uh, events, right, that I was uh, talking about right now. And they went to Mongolia to try to cure the kid. And uh, in the end, they went through many shamans, and in the end, they found the most tribal shaman who lives like alone with his wife or something. And you can see the, I, I, this is like uh, last 10 minutes of the movie. The, movie. the kid uh, who usually like doesn't like uh, people and uh, like avoided, you know, he was he would scream when shamans came to him. He befriended the shaman. And like you can see, you know, they were sitting around the bonfire, everything like that in the circle, six and seven of them, and the cameraman filmed. They, docu they documented the whole journey. This is a documentary, a horse boy. And... Uh, the shaman was uh, sitting and the boy was in his lap they were playing uh, having fun and then uh, out of nowhere uh, this was the the boy's head right and he uh he, boy was hidden in uh, sitting in his lap and the shaman's hand let's say this is his hand he was pulling something from this he was doing this kind of motion he was pulling from his head and releasing like this pulling from his head and releasing like this right and he did it a couple of times and uh, the the guy with the video recorder the filmographer mm -hmm. right he filmed he zoomed in on this unnoticeably like no one no one did anything and you can see like calmly i i recommend you watch this uh, after this has been done he did it for a couple of times he said to the parents after you leave he was on some kind of a hill or a mountain after you leave the hill the main uh, negative effects of this sickness will pass then throughout the years the all the negative side effects will go one by one but the biggest ones will go right now after you uh, go you know after you go back 
when you leave the hill that's when you it's uh, it, the change is gonna happen and uh, like and it was as he said the they leave the hill and everything changed the boy uh, and that's uh, after that uh, the boy had uh, like uh, first uh, shit experience like uh, uh, he the boy couldn't go alone on the toilet right it was a seven-year-old eight-year-old boy i don't know he couldn't shit by himself and it was a great deal for their mother and their father to like make him go to toilet and then after that he he managed to you know take a shit uh, by himself alone like this and then after that uh, they show it through experience uh, the boy learned to how to you know ride a horse alone you are uh, basically it was as he said the negative effects uh removed he is still like a bit you know autistic you can see he's like not normal uh, but uh he's able to function in society as normal people do mm-hmm. and uh, they film themselves you can actually find them on youtube the boys speaking uh you you, you can follow their journey wow. so you know uh, the shaman was able to cure them of the negative that's crazy Crazy. <clears throat> you you have it all on YouTube for free. And what was it called again? A horse boy. Horse boy. Yeah, horse boy. That's crazy. <clears throat> and I, on that topic of trauma, um, I saw one of your tweets. You said trauma creates genius. What do you want to say about that? Yeah, I, I absolutely. Uh, as I'm writing uh, writing a book about it, I try to use J, uh, G, GPT to you know to help me. And I, I and I wrote like okay uh, trauma uh, mental illness creates uh, geniuses and uh, you know the liberal G- GPT uh, started like uh, shitting uh, oh we don't know about that I cannot have an opinion and everything like that oh but, so it's okay. biased against that too that's weird it's biased but uh, things are slowly changing uh, is uh, you know the mushrooms are used uh, for the are slowly getting start to use to treat trauma patients which is also uh, one thing that helped me which i can get uh, to but i wanted to say about trauma crazy geniuses like uh, nikola tesla i mean he's famous right now right everybody knows about nikola tesla probably one of the greatest geniuses to me i think nikola tesla is better than, uh, at higher echelon at, uh, than newton uh, einstein and all those fellows. I agree with I you. Think, I agree. Have you heard about uh, Schauberger, Victor Schauberger? Uh-uh. Oh man, he's a genius on his own. You gotta. I I don't know. I uh, I I think Nikola Tesla and Victor Schauberger are the two most like. If we were to pay them to do their stuff, we would be aliens right now. Mm-hmm. You know. But uh, yeah, that's one of the. I don't want to talk about Victor Schauberger because it's like uh too too complex but uh, crazy but uh, nikola tesla yeah trauma crazy geniuses right nikola tesla witnessed his brother dan i think his his name is uh, death in front of his eyes when he was like five or six years old and uh, after that he said that uh, he started he was on a, uh, getting really sick he was always sick uh, on the on the bed lying and uh, he said after the death uh, after he witnessed uh, he, uh, the, his brother's death, which was obviously a huge trauma, he started seeing in the air uh, flame, flame tongues, 
like uh, you see and somehow flame i don't fucking know but he started seeing visions and uh he said like uh, uh he said himself well i didn't hear him say but i read on the internet that this experience made him a mystic and it is and it is known that he was uh, he could like walk uh, on the street and in the light he would see the like the idea for an engine for a creation that would like rock the world and it and uh, he said i think i read somewhere that he said like uh, he believed that uh, his brother dean would send him these ideas and uh, it it was all i also read that uh, he he thinks like his brother and his mother were much more ta talented than tesla <laughs> they had much more potential than tesla wow which is crazy wow so it makes sense that uh, he believes that his brother sent him these ideas through life but this is all the mysticism and this is all weird mm -hmm. but uh, another um, there's a lot of examples i created a thread uh, on twitter there's a lot of examples like uh, there's a photographer who was a salesperson and he, I forgot his name, but he was an American. I forgot May May something. Forgot the name. Doyle something. The guy who created like pictures of horses. Okay. He never. He was a salesperson, a marketing guy. Sales. He never had a thing for us. Never creative. Never nothing. Then he went like to travel to uh, to Texas, and he uh, with a chariot. This was like 18th century or something. And the chariot broke, and he flew, and uh, hit with his head. He hit a tree, and uh, he had like a not only a concussion. This was a serious. Uh, uh, so yeah, he, he hit his head. And he had like serious mental concussion. I don't mind uh, serious health issues. And after he hit his head, like change happened. He started to. He dropped his sales uh, person, sales knowledge, marketing, and everything like that, and he started to um do creative stuff uh photography and everything and we know him like he's one of the most famous uh i know he made many inventions for photographs uh, you may find him easily on internet and many like uh, there's many people like that people one guy a surgeon was struck by a, a thunder and then uh, he came to his brother uh, to his friend's house his friend was a musician he had a piano he came to his friend's house after the standard has struck him, he started playing piano for like six or eight hours, nonstop, and he knew everything while never previously uh, known uh, to play piano. Wow! So this is crazy. Yeah, that is insane. Many, uh, there's many uh, examples for that. There's so much, so many people that are geniuses have gone through some type of trauma, but I feel like most people do go through trauma. But I don't know, maybe there's some people might get a, uh, somehow get through their life like to 20 years old and not have any crazy thing traumatic experience but yeah the the biggest geniuses usually did go some, through something horrible. horrible yeah so i saw one of your tweets i think it was a tweet or maybe it, maybe it wasn't a tweet from you i think i was just kind of reading stuff and I, I thought about it i wanted to ask you do you think you should keep things private until it's permanent when it comes to maybe success like let's say you succeeded in wow. some area would you keep it private until it's set in stone and it's happening or would you talk about it well honestly uh yeah i think it goes person to person 
like they say like there's uh, many ways to the top of the mountain yeah so uh, uh to me i mean well it's like uh it's a paradox question i think it's uh, from a person to person i think uh, there's a lot of benefits into um, expressing yourself even if it's not permanent because uh, you know the social media the create uh, the expressing yourself and then you have uh, consuming like it's much better to be a creator to express yourself than co to consume content because you uh, basically you, you're feeding yourself without uh, putting out you you know it's like uh, and then it comes uh, to a stalemate let's say you fill up your glass let's say you know i think it should be uh, as you feel yourself you have to also give and uh, th this is uh, one thing that helped me with uh, also dealing with sadness depression and everything like that is kind of and and knowledge in general because as i express myself i can like uh, release release things that i hold up and then i can look at it i can learn from it i can see mistakes in it and um uh, the more I see mistakes in it, the more I can improve myself, mm -hmm. and uh, the more the, the, the like understanding grows. So I would say, uh, should you keep it permanent? It's up to you. That's that would be my opinion. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that you could still express it to people. Like it's just kind of the thing that a lot of these successful people will be saying, or not even just successful people, but people in like maybe money Twitter the money twitter area they'll always be like don't talk about it don't talk about your success until until you've already succeeded don't talk about it at all even after like <laughs> i don't know i don't think it's that that bad to express it to some people obviously i kind of agree sometimes you should keep it to yourself until you got it really going for you but it's good to tell some tell a few friends you know get their opinion but you got to be careful who you're telling and who's around you a lot of people don't want you to win a lot of people, it's not even about that they don't want you to win at all. It's about they don't want you to win more than they win. Yeah. So, True. what do you think about partying? Just about like, partying? Yeah. Nice question. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, honestly, I was first, like, uh, before, uh, kind of as I'm healing this uh, this depression, I was, like, like uh, cutting off everything, you know? No this, no that, you know, uh no partying, partying is stupid and all that. But uh, first of all, um, I again, uh, I mean, okay, I, I, I will go the pussy route and I'll say like, uh, it's your choice again. You know, many top, uh, many ways to the top of the mountain. It's kind of pussy escape by me. But uh, uh, for now, I'm thinking like I have a new uh, way of looking at it. First of all, I would uh, cut off everything like in the past to heal this depression. But now I have a kind of a different mindset. It's kind of like uh, going with the flow. You know, it's kind of like... Uh, stoicism in a way? Um, it's kind of like... I mean, uh, there's definitely stoicism in life. And uh, I think uh, everyone should. Uh, stoicism, I think, is one uh, huge part of I think should be of every being. But I think like, you know, when someone is, uh, my brother uh, has born, uh, has 
a new girl, like uh, a newborn, a girl, the past week. And there was like, uh, we had a party and there was like harmonica. Uh, the, the, you know, that, uh, that uh, the musical instrument that uh, collects and that spreads, accordion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was accordion. I don't know why my video is shutting down, but all right. There was accordion, right? And I mean, I wanted to sing, so I sang, right? Is uh, when I'm on the party, uh, like uh, we celebrated, I finished like uh, college, me and my friends, like uh, in July, let's say, last year. And then we had like a celebration. And then I danced. Like when I want to dance, I dance. When I want to sing, I sing. When I see like uh, someone on the street playing a guitar, I want to listen to it. Like, uh, why would I sit in the room and, uh, like, uh, you know, be still, uh, be disciplined, be stoic? I mean, I love music, I love dancing. My new approach is, I don't know how to explain, but go with the flow. If I want to sing, I'll sing. If I want to dance, I'll dance. If I want to party, I'll party. But, of course, it cannot be too chaotic. I mean, I'm not telling you, I'll go take heroin or something like that. Or uh, drink every day. I think it's okay if you want to drink. I think it's okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, drink, but uh, make sure it's not because of pain. Make sure it's not because of escape. If it's a party, and make sure it's not like uh, every I don't know every week or uh, depends on your life and your uh, like objectives and your family if you have children and everything like that go with the flow and uh, i don't know just uh, try not to use it as an escape i would say what's something that you indulge in that's good well exercise is always great like boxing uh, i would recommend uh, uh, fighting to any anybody that's crazy because i actually wrote down fighting is one of the things to talk about so why do you why do you think that fighting is so beneficial? Uh, because you know uh, it makes you less of a pussy, you know. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, true. It's true. You know when you when you know you can defend yourself when you know when you can uh, throw a punch. But when you know it, gym is something different. Gym you get big, but you don't know. You don't really know if you can fight until you step into the ring. You don't know. So uh, when you know you can fight, it's kind of like uh, you walk differently at night. You know, I was, uh, this was one of the, uh, fighting helped me uh, with depression as well, with this, uh, all this, uh, I don't want to say depression again, but with growing myself, right? With improving myself and becoming more of a man. Because before, when I didn't know how to fight, when I didn't go fi uh, that fighting route, I would go out and I would uh, like at night and I would be afraid of everyone, on everyone. Like even when I would debate someone, I would uh, always hold in my mind uh, uh, like, uh, okay, don't uh, insult him, don't provoke him, he can beat you up. Like always that kind of uh, yeah. pussy switch, you know. Uh, and then uh, when I know how to fight, when I know how to defend myself, I can be more honest to others. I can express myself honestly. Because even if I know uh, my honesty will offend someone, I know, okay, if I, I, I can go, you know, I can defend myself, even if I offend someone. It's more like, uh, and 
being honest with yourself. Like it, it helps you be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And like what do you think? I want to uh I wanna get into boxing. I've been wanting to get into boxing for a while. And I wanna also learn jujitsu. That's something I'm interested in. Using other people's momentum against them. Cause then if it doesn't matter how big you are or how big they are. It's about how you use it. But I, I definitely want to start with boxing. <clears throat> How'd you get into boxing? Well, uh, I got into boxing, but I went into MMA. My my biggest love is MMA, honestly. Because I, I believe that, I mean, uh, I mean, it's stupid, like, to use only fists while you have your own body. It's kind of, to me, okay, boxing is a sport, but this is kind of the whole thing. Well, boxing is only one one uh, segment. <clears throat> but uh, I was on MMA and I hurt my... Uh, because we were doing so many throws, uh, wrestling and all that, I hurt my elbow and I had to pause. And I was thinking like, okay, what can I do that's also fighting that uh, I like? I like stand-up. In MMA, I like mostly stand-up. I don't like uh, jiu-jitsu. Wrestling is good. But uh, uh, stand-up is fun, to me at least. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I hurt my uh, elbow, I went into boxing. But <laughs> I guess you asked me like how I get into the fighting game. Yeah. Let's say. I mean, uh, have you heard about Carl Young? Mm -mm. Carl Young is like a, a with Freud. He's like a, the father of uh, psychology yeah sigmund say. freud uh, his brother carl uh, young is like uh, they were they used to work the, together in the beginning oh okay something like that i i don't i'm something like that uh, well he's like uh, they call him the modern shaman and he speaks about this uh, shadow that we have like this dark uh, this other side of us that's dark that we hide from the world you know how humans can like i mean everybody has the ability to kill you have the ability to mutilate anybody you can uh, a switch can turn out uh, you can go tomorrow and uh, kill a child with your bare hands you have the ability like you have that side of you that can kill anybody you have that side of you and uh, he talks about uh, how we actually we hate that we we hide that shadow we the, i call it the animal side of us I, I view it like that like we have that animal side of us that can uh, you know like the cat you know the the cat corners a mouse and it tortures a mouse like it tortures for its fun it doesn't even eat the mouse but it tortures and kills it wow and we don't call it demonic or anything it just in its nature right so it's kind of like in our nature too uh, that uh, that shadow side but unfortunately that animal side that we kill the the especially men the aggression the everything you know the the ability to kill but we run away from it the society kind of stops it the religion uh, everything around us like religion society school our our family movies especially like you know this uh, they do it to taste too right like they call it toxic masculinity yeah that's basically like uh, ties in with masculinity it's kind of like we hide it 
we run away from it but if we hide it for too long uh, something blows up and uh, then it uh, can rage on and uh, destroy like uh, if something happened and i think that's a lot of uh, school shootings happen like that people pent up that animal energy people know, know, uh, fuck with them they pent it up they pent it up until it blows up and then bah, 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 and the guy kills like uh, 20 people like this so you say so, so you say that in order to keep yourself level and not doing some crazy shit, it's you got to get that out somehow. And you're saying that's why you fight. Well, uh, that's one of the reasons. Another reason is it's kind of like the a part of us. So it's kind of if you want to be whole, if you want to be healed, and if you want to be a normal and a happy man, uh, you have to integrate it. You have to make it a part of yourself. So that's why I go uh, fighting because you know. Uh, it's kind of where my animal uh, it's kind of integration yeah i definitely i'm definitely gonna get into it it's not easy but once you start it's addictive yeah it's not easy but nothing in life that's actually worth it is easy in my opinion yeah. choose your heart because everything's difficult it's hard to be a fucking loser it's hard to be a winner so why would i want to <laughs> live a hard life and just be a loser that's why exactly why I do things differently and I go for my dreams because I'd rather it be a hard life worth living than a hard life not worth living at all, you know? Yeah, that's a perfect mindset. Other than that, actually, the toxic masculinity. Yeah, the toxic masculinity thing. It's true. They call it toxic. They, tell it, they call everything that's good about the masculinity. Most of the time, they call it toxic. I think it's more like we should be talking about toxic fem uh not even femininity but yeah toxic femininity whenever it's a man if it's a man being really feminine and it, it's all right like there's some gay people that are feminine it's cool it's not a big deal but whenever it's like most of the population of guys especially here where i'm at in the west a lot of them are so feminine that actually the women are more ma masculine they're more masculine than the men so i wanted to talk about that dynamic which is funny because i was going to bring that up too so that kind of goes perfectly with it but they call it toxic just to be a man like a true man and even though that's what protects the women and protects the gay guys that are feminine it's the masculine men so what do you have to say about that <clears throat> they they uh, the society weakened the uh, weakened the man so they can get to women yep and now like what's happening the destruction of women like uh, in many in like Western society, it's uh, it's shunned upon that a woman has like seven or eight kids, you know, especially white women. And uh, if you say, I mean, I'll I'll add the color to it because it's true. Uh, if you look at the, like uh, the Europe right now, most of the white families have like three dogs and maybe one to two children. Like most most even the most uh, families have like two dogs and no children which is fucking ridiculous right and uh, and uh, less and less uh, white people are being born like uh, it's like uh, there is a danger of extinction of a white race really yes because there's like uh, there's more uh, white people adopt uh, animals they don't uh, born wow. children because they're uh, programmed to believe that uh, children are uh, i don't know like uh, annoying children are bad well i have two nieces 
and uh, like I say, uh, the, the uh, Irina is the first niece that has been born, and it has transformed our family completely. Our children transforms, and I have learned so much from kids. It's it's amazing. The kids are amazing. Yeah, they're but, so uh, open-minded, uh, man. Yeah, they're incredible, really. I mean, it's yeah, it's kind of like they they only uh, draw. Yeah, and also the society is kind of makes it hard to pay the bills, and they have seven children. Muslim families have no problem with having seven children. Okay, three at least three children or five children. You see, and you can make this about race or not, but uh, I speak facts. This is you can Google this. And uh, what I wanted to say, and how did they do it? Weekend men make him a pussy, make him female, so he doesn't protect uh, the the women, which is the true treasure. I say that uh, women is a river and the man is the banks that guide it. Women is the painting, the man is the frame. You understand? Without the strong fame, the chaos goes mm. all over. Mm. And this is what happens. The chaos is all over the Western world. And that's why it, uh, unfortunately the it's uh western world is uh due for uh destruction it's good that uh men uh, went to the feminine side for uh the femininity holds the wisdom i believe the femininity the feminine is intuition and i believe that feminine have the natural connection with god and uh, men have to seek it while women mm. already have it and i think when uh men dive into this femininity they learn this stuff intuition and everything the hard things the universe the philosophy but in order for men to become their true self they need to come back to their masculine self uh, if you're born in a man body you, your primary energy is masculine if you're born in a female body your primary energy is feminine so Okay, go into the feminine, uh, but make sure you come back to the masculine. You can actually use this as fuel, you know, and I think, uh, and this is not only my opinion, this is like uh, in philosophy and everything, and uh, like many of the greats, uh, like even Jesus, they say Jesus and everything like that, uh, say it's the connection between the feminine and masculine that creates an actualized man. You know, is and Bruce Lee said, like uh, his uh, his trainer Ip Man said, more yin, uh, yin and yang. I think yin is uh, feminine. Like as he told him to uh, fighting, he said more yin, less yang. Mm -hmm. But okay, this is for fighting. But uh, again, he used the two principles. So you need the both to become actualized. I was gonna bring up the yin yang for that exact thing. So very true. Uh, what did you, what did you uh, for yin and yang? Yeah, for yin and yang, that's exactly what I was going to bring up before you even said it. Is like, I know I said it earlier too, but it, when it comes to men and women, it's, it's it's needed for a balance of, yeah, like you said, the feminine, they, they have certain intuition. And um, now I'm still spiritual, even if I don't kind of tap into really feminine energy or anything. But at the same time, it's like having a feminine woman is it's just um amazing it's complimentary it's men need the feminine women in life and then women need a masculine man it's like how we both stay grounded in our own ways it's crazy because they convince women that they can be this strong protector <laughs> and i'll yeah. feed the family and i'll protect the family and i'm like no 
watch a guy come over that didn't even work out that much. He still will beat your ass most likely because just biologically the way we're built. And it's just crazy to me because they've convinced women that they could be empowered, you know. But really, they're supposed to be the nurturers of society. And the guys are supposed to do what they do best. It's because it's kind of like you've ever played NBA 2K, right? Yes. Okay, so on 2K, (laughs) each build has a certain maximum skill levels they can reach that's kind of how it is it's like guys they have a more maximum strength maximum this maximum that and then women have a certain maximum over here like in a different area they have a higher maximum they can reach but whenever they've convinced women that they're supposed to build these other stats and they can reach the same amount as the guy they're but they're capped right there and they think that they're up here they're not then they've convinced the guys to do the exact same thing do the opposite so the guys aren't maximizing their true potential. They're doing the one down here. They can only hit up to this amount of feminine energy, you know, the feminine stuff. So yeah. it's just, that's how yeah. I view it is they've lowered the potential of all of society or not even the potential because the potential is still there, but more like they've convinced them to not maximize their true potential. It's kind of insane. And I see it with my own eyes living here that like like i said most of the women are very masculine i didn't understand this stuff until kevin samuels came along talking about it and then andrew oh, Tate. yeah bro he's yeah, from yeah, here yeah. bro he's oh, from yeah bro nice, man. yes um rest in peace yeah. the legend kevin the legend. samuels man i got i want everyone to know his name so yeah i bring i brought him up on the last pod too he's nice. a he's a legend man i was yeah. watching him and i planned to get him on this pod and then he passed away, man. And he would literally come here regularly, so I probably would have ended up getting in touch with him and meeting him. Yeah, you know, whenever he to. died, it left room for Andrew Tate to pop off because everyone was looking yeah. for the next, the next thing that would like the guys were now that they had been open minded to like, damn, masculine and feminine stuff like all this. Some of these guys were looking for that guy. I mean, actually, most yeah, most everyone's probably. always looking for that guy, and that's why I'm doing this podcast too. Because, and just saying the truth, because there's guys out there that need to hear this or want to hear this, and they feel trapped in their their little fabricated society. This fabric okay, in their in their prison. Yeah, their prison. Exactly, they're all in these little boxes, and they need to hear someone that's not afraid to say it. Like I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy that would, like, yeah, to my friends, maybe I would be more free speech, kind of. But whenever you're out there, you don't want to offend the wrong person. You want to be politically correct. So, like, it was dangerous because you would lose your job or something like that. (laughs) And then you realize, man, there's so many people that don't think like that. And there's actually a lot of people that agree with you. So whenever people watch mine, yeah, I might offend a lot of people. But there's plenty of people that have been like, yes, finally, someone said it. You know, that's how I feel. And yeah. it just is liberating. It's like freeing. You realize you're not alone. And that's why I wasn't afraid to say I stood up for Tate because I knew there was so many guys that I meet regularly that actually love him and like genuinely have, their lives have been changed by Andrew Tate. Yeah. So I didn't care. And the reason why they want you to hate him is because he spreads a good message and it's actually the truth. And then you start looking at, at I keep mentioning this. Um, if you look up on TikTok, Andrew Tate guilty. It's like a bunch of stuff, right? 
But if you look up, yeah. if you look up Andrew Tate innocent, they wiped it. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know anything that the the media is trying to portray most of the time, well, all the time, it's really gonna feed the agenda of the people that own it, which are the people that run the world, and they have the most money. So why why would they, why wouldn't they make things set up in a way that it's gonna serve their agenda? They need people like slaves. They need y'all to do the just workers. They just need workers. They mm -hmm. want bosses, but bosses find their way to be a boss anyway. You know, I'm gonna find my way, and I did, to get out of that lifestyle. So that's how it is. It's, they're trying to train everyone. That's why they have school. You go to school to get, learn how to work and learn how to work without, yeah, without without asking why. Which I just said this in the last podcast, but it's so true. What do you What do you think about all that? What do you have to say? Well, uh, I just wanted to say about it. Uh, like, uh, yeah, as you said, uh, this is a there is a matrix, and it's on like uh, it's not only on people. I believe. I mean, not only I, but it is spoken in like uh, Quran, Bible. I think uh, even my mentor, the the guy. I mean, it's. He's my mentor, but I never saw him. The, the, the guy is like a mystic that is, is in Serbia, lives in mountains, has ghosts and everything. He says it's like entities. They, they feed on our energy, right? Parasites. And they feed on our energy, right? And uh, when you're like in the matrix, uh, when you're worrying, even uh, which uh, it kind of uh, connects with the pendulum. Uh, pendulum, I don't know how. Pendulum, yeah. Pendulum. He explained it like uh, you you know football stadiums. He said it, uh, but this is mystic shit. I don't know if this is correct, but, but to me it makes sense. They they uh, they say it like it's in a circle. They make the football stadiums in circle, and the people cheer and they like oh loud and they give all their energy to it. Oh yeah. Later, if you're been after the game, you're all uh, like, uh, how do you say? Uh, kind of pay at peace you thrown away all the energy or kind of like level right and uh, he said like these entities uh go beyond the stadium uh, they use the stadiums to feed themselves uh, with this energy right and um it, it's this football stadiums allow allow connections uh to drown people's energy and uh, this how they uh, eat i guess and uh, there's like a lot of uh, i think also in the ved uh, this is vedic uh, learnings but i think also in muslim uh, books quran uh, they talk about the parasites that we uh, that connect with the let's say the seven deadly sins you know alcohol uh, consumption too much consumption uh, sloth uh, you know the sins and it's like uh, greed greed it's lust, gluttony, lust. greed, laziness, wrath, envy, and pride. And pride. Okay. And you have this, like, uh, it, it, let me take one of them. Uh, one of them, I, I don't know English, uh, that, uh, the word, but uh, where you uh, overconsume. Yeah, that's uh, gluttony. Food. Gluttony. Gluttony. Yeah, sorry. Gluttony. You know, uh, when you drink too much, how do you feel tomorrow? You feel like you're dead. You're trying to revive yourself so you can back to, go back to work, go back to the regular. How do you feel uh, after you smoke weed? Tomorrow, you're dead with energy. How do you feel after you overconsume uh, with food? You, you can fucking move. 
you know and you want to sleep right especially with sugar how do you feel with added sugar you want to sleep with chocolate and everything like it goes like this then it goes like this your energy levels they first shoot you up yes. and then you go like this it's it's uh it's tied up with uh, parasites you know this uh, they, uh, they take away your energy like they feed on you i mean it all also alcohol hurts your body but as well you like energy right it hurts your uh, uh it hurts your body but you feel less energetic like and it's those parasites uh, and when you cut them off when you cut alcohol off you feel more energetic and that's as uh, you cut off energy uh, parasites so the one thing i wanted to talk about is yeah there is this force in the world let's call them evil that like these are these parasites that feed on people this this is the that matrix system you know you go through school you go to a job you go to school you teach shit you don't need how much stress do, uh, are those tests that you take how much so even if you go to college when you go to college some people uh, i personally have nightmares uh, uh, about the, the middle school the test i had to take and everything uh, i had nightmares that uh, and this helps you get over that stress you know how much do you feel stressed in uh, yeah when uh, the first school the middle school then at college then you go through and uh, first of all you learn shit here that doesn't make you money nothing here makes you money yeah it never then, makes you money bro but... it never makes you money it never makes you free and and it causes such stress that it, 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 you have nightmares from it right and and it waits 20 fucking years of your life eight hours a day okay six in the beginning then later eight eight hours a day 20 years you don't have any sort of skill Give me 20 years to learn any sort of skill. Six hours a day, I'll be a fucking magician. <laughs> then you go uh, work a job you don't like under a boss you hate uh, and, uh, and yep. that pays you a uh, lot. And then, then you should have... Again, you're taught yeah. not to ask why. You're taught not to ask why you do anything. That's You're, you're like, you just do it. You just do what they tell mm -hmm. you to do. And then that's uh, when I went to college too. So it's exactly, it's just that, like that, you know. Yeah, you never ask why. You just do it then you go through uh, uh marriage and you bo you uh, brew some kids and then you die like and you have like 20 uh, 20 days a, uh, a year free and you never ask why right you never you just go through it so uh yeah that, that's that system we're talking about the, that matrix that once you they, they want you in that process of you're just a slave you're a rope you're a robot basically you're a slave and then they feed off of you while you have a miserable life but uh, fortunately you know how you said like uh, many people don't have that trauma you know don't go through the trauma that uh, you and me went through mm -hmm. fortunately now with corona and lockdowns and everything like that with this whole circus and enslavement everyone went through trauma everyone the trauma awakes people depression awakes people i i believe that personally and i believe that's why are we here that's why we're here and now the whole world is awakened have you seen i just seen today uh, the french you see the french uh, the french are a little bit crazy we have, we have to give the french their respect uh, people the people call the french the pussies but first of all uh, who are the first who revolt the French 
Oh, and the Serbians, okay. The Serbians are the first who revolted in the lockdowns, but in the true history, the French are the first who revolt. So they are not pussies. They, you know, the BlackRock and Vanguard, uh, the biggest two companies that rule everything, like 90% of world wealth is under BlackRock and Vanguard. Today, I saw the video, uh, I can share with you on Twitter. Uh, the video is like um, the French protesters went into BlackRock building in uh, France and they were like, uh, they're chanting, uh, fire is every, fire everywhere, burning stuff up and wilding, right? So the people have connect, connected the dots. They finally under, we finally understand as a species the black rock and Vanguard. We're not targeting the politicians. We are starting to target that uh, fucking uh, the people that own it, the people that the own people the that politicians, because the politicians yeah, yeah, yeah. are puppets. Yes, the politicians are puppets. Crazy. So yeah, everything is going good. <laughs> <laughs> everything is going good. <laughs> people are awakening, you know. It is amazing. I wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you like uh, so special, like in what are you like uh, in what topic or like in what knowledge or uh, in what area of life are you dwelling in right now? Mostly in sales. I'm in sales. So like high ticket sales. Nice. Um, but I do a lot of things, but that's that's one of the main things is just sales because it makes money and sales mm -hmm. goes into all of life. I'm already pretty good, but I'm only going to get better. On top of that, obviously, just talking on the podcast, just networking, talking to the right people. So you're one of the right people to me. That's why oh, you're here. Thank you, man. <laughs> thank, thank, thanks for the. I'm really, uh, <clears throat> I'm always happy when I'm, you know, when I'm talking to uh, like-minded individuals mm -hmm. and especially when i'm like uh, invited to to a podcast or a like-minded individual um, um, i appreciate it yeah kind of um, uh, what's the word i'm looking for it's kind of like um yeah it's thank you man i appreciate no it i think I, you were I looking really for the fun. word i think you were looking for the word grateful i assume just so you know yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really grateful for the that we had this talk man yeah man I'm it was grateful. really fun i'm grateful you came on I appreciate nice it. man okay uh, can we stop with the gay stuff yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking, I'm joking. but uh, i learned uh, i wanted to ask you this <clears throat> like uh, you know you talked about yin and yang and you talked about tate's uh, transformation into a negative emotion to fuel like what's kind of an insight that you have received could it be in sales could be in life could be in yin and yang everything <sighs> Newest. But you're like, oh, this is gold. Man, the uh, high ticket sales thing about how sales is life, that changed everything yeah. for me. And then here's yeah. the biggest new insight, though. I was working at, the, at a nine to five and I decided, well, I realized, I mean, just talking to millionaires, like even on the podcast, I uh, realized they think bigger. They just think bigger. And you think that you think big, even if you have big dreams, you know, I've always known that I'm going to achieve all my dreams. And I did think big and I do think big, but talking to them, I realized they think bigger at certain things, certain things like money. All right. If you can sell something that's like 20 bucks, 50 bucks, what makes you think you can't sell something that's $2,000 because you think it's a lot of money, right? They don't think it's a lot of money. These people do not think that that's a lot of money at all. I realized talking to especially Garrett Campbell. 
uh, on my podcast, the second episode. Very, very, very smart, uh, amazing salesman, high ticket sales. And he's talking about how he would be at masterminds with big, you know what those are, like those courses. Different, yes. Yeah, he would go to these mastermind courses with like really big people such as the one he went to right after. I'm sure now he can talk about it because he tweeted about it. Um, Right after he did my podcast, it was like two days later, he went to the Alex Hormozzi mastermind and he's he's talking on my podcast about how he would be at different masterminds make they would make all these all this money these people make a lot of money and he would be bragging about how yeah i made like you know i'm we're making like 50 80 a month right now and the guy's like oh oh nice and then he's like (laughs) he's like what (laughs) and the guy's like Oh yeah, we're doing we're we're starting to pick up right now. We're hitting about 900, 950k a month. And he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> and so that's one of the clips that I I I made a video of it. I clipped it. But definitely that's one of the biggest moments that it made me realize like, all right. And not even just that. Listening to Luke Belmar, he's one of my favorite creators. I meant to bring him up earlier. Luke Belmar is one of the he's he knows Andrew and all the all their people. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. He's so smart. He, he opened my mind a lot uh, in a lot of ways in just certain places, which I already had an open mind. But like I said, they think bigger about money because I didn't have a lot of money when I was like, working at a wage job, kind of realized that, damn, I'm being capped at a certain amount that I can even make. Now, I realized that a long time ago, but it was a stepping stone, of course. But I realized that I already have skills that are marketable. The only reason why I wasn't free was because I was putting all that time towards that job. When I could quit and just go hard and actually grow wings on the way down. Because you have to. Look at Andrew Tate. He had he was in a desperate position and he was like sixty grand in debt. He's still figured out a way. So whenever you realize I just gotta think bigger. I gotta think bigger about money and realize that there's so many people that are willing to spend a lot of money for a service that's actually worth it. So figure out how you can build a service or a product that's worth a lot of money. And then you go to the people that actually have the money and go at least in the areas where they would be at and offer it and figure out how am I going to offer something to them and get them to actually listen to me. All right, then Garrett talks about it. Like it's one of the best podcasts ever. He talks about how you just got to bring something to the table immediately. Like, don't ask them what they need. Bring something to them. Do you think uh, the, the you know, the retarded and uh, the pussy and uh, all the words that has been said throughout this podcast, do you think this could uh, ban you? No. And okay. if it did, <laughs> I, I don't care. We'll go to Rumble. Everyone follow Hurtful Truth with the X instead of the U on Rumble. And, uh... We're gonna be fine, man. I'm. I don't care if we if we get canceled. I feel like, unless they ban me like very early somehow, people are gonna find us anyway, and they're gonna find us anyway. Especially if we got banned, people are gonna look at what we were talking about. Why did they get banned? Like, mm-hmm. well, we're on Rumble now, so you know I post all these videos on Rumble too. So everyone should follow there just in case something goes bad. But we also do some live spaces now, which I should have done that on this one. But I'm doing that for the first time next week. Uh, We're going to start doing live spaces on top of this, like at the same time so they can hear us 
Um, yeah, on Twitter as well. Uh, yeah, uh, and then they can uh, ask questions. Audience. Yeah, and then they can ask questions. And I that do spaces regularly. When every, uh, you know, when uh, everything is wild, we started cursing and everything. So, you know, <laughs> go with the flow. Yeah, man. I, I feel like I'm not scared because someone has to say this stuff. Yeah, someone has to say. Um, I really feel like, like I said, people are itching for that. They're itching for that mm. someone to say it. So I'm not scared to say it. And I'm in a position where I don't have to be scared to say it because I don't work at a regular job. I do um, a lot of different things, but I don't want to go into yeah. it too much. But basically, you know, I figured out that you can offer services and find certain types of jobs that are free, freeing. Free from the band. Especially sales jobs, certain with not the traditional sales job that people think of either. You don't have to work at a job where they tell you when to do what all the time. Uh, there might be certain mm -hmm. things you got to get done by the end of the day or something. Okay, I feel so like you're free. Yeah. You're and once free. you realize you can, like I said earlier, once you realize you can make 20 bucks online from something, then why couldn't you sell something for even more that's actually worth it? Now, maybe you don't have the skill to sell something that high, or maybe you aren't thinking big enough because mm -hmm. there's always something that's worth more than you think. Why can't you find someone else's product to affiliate that's expensive? It's imp it's it's so many ways to make money. And my favorite thing, I, I, I'll probably say this all the time. Andrew Tate said it and Luke Belmar said it. It's money is water, so stand in the right place and you're bound to get wet. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's a great uh, meta. It's all positioning. Meta. It's like chess. chess you play chess? I, I'm not amazing at it, but I, I play it a little bit. And uh, I definitely understand how it's just like life. Yeah. Just like, and actually there's a video game that reminds me of chess to me, but it's like completely different, but just the premise of positioning and you have to be very strategic. It's a game called Rainbow Six Siege, if you've ever heard of that. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. It's a really, really good game because whenever you die in the game, you don't respawn. You have to wait till the round ends. Yeah. It's very strategic. Yeah. You have to position yourself where there, you have no exposed parts, like so there's no one could, could come up to your left or uh -huh. something, you know, stuff like that. It's just like chess to me because <laughs> it's a defense position and then there's an attack position. And so that's it switches every other round or something like that. It's something like uh, Call of uh, Search and Destroy Call of Duty. Yeah, except say. even more like even more tactical and yeah and also more, more realistic more realistic because it has walls that could break i mean uh -huh, there's certain things that are less realistic about it but at the same time it's like definitely more realistic in the way that it works yeah yeah so i love that game i don't really play video games much but um definitely that i used to play it all the time it's amazing yeah uh well, yeah no you know the saying like uh art uh Art imitates life. Yeah. So basically, games That's very too. True. That's very true. One more thing. I was going to say, um, you brought up the positive and negative energy and how it feeds different people and different th entities. And I brought this up on the last one as well. Uh, Freddy Krueger. You've ever seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? I didn't see the movie, but I know the plot. I know, I understand. He goes into the dream, right? Yeah. 
So he goes into your dreams or your night, well, nightmares, really. And uh, he'll kill you, and then it kills you in your real life. Or what you'd call the real life, I guess. It kills you everywhere. Because you gave it power, though. So that's the thing, is at the end of it, mm-hmm. it's... And I'll say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't watch it. <laughs> it's been out for years, man. <laughs> All right, anyway. But <laughs> I get it, you know. I don't want to spoil it for everyone. No, so, no, do Um, in the movie, he's so he's killing them in the dream, and then it's kill, it's fucking making them levitate and get cut up in real life, and then they're trying not to go to sleep. They're trying to stay awake, but obviously you can't stay awake forever. You're gonna have to face it. It's kind of like a metaphor. And I just thought about all this. It's like a metaphor for life. You can't escape. If you can't escape it, you have to figure out how to control it. And the way that they controlled it was they stopped giving it attention because attention is energy. Where attention flows, energy goes. Isn't that the... Yeah, that's the that's the saying. Yeah, Basically, he starts to shrink. They stopped really caring. They were giving him fear. So it doesn't matter if it's positive energy, negative energy. The thing is going to thrive. That's why I understand this. And that's why I'm going to tell you all, all my real opinions. I don't care if you get mad or not. So you get mad. And then, okay, give me your negative energy. I'm going to absorb it just the same way. Because it's not going to stop me. And uh, that's how I, how I view things. I don't give my energy to things that I don't want to grow. That's something that I critique to Andrew Tate. I feel like sometimes they they give too much energy to negative people. Or people that aren't helping society. They will be like, haram, this is haram, this is haram, blah, blah, blah. Stop talking about what's haram. Start start talking about what's, I think the word is halal. What's good. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if that's nice. the word, but stop talking about the bad things. Stop reposting them. Stop quote tweeting them. You're giving them attention. You're giving them the same way that you blew up. You're giving them that same type of audience platform. Yeah. Don't give them a platform. Give only good positive forces in the world a platform and you'll start to see more of that. That's my critique and that's what I believe. So that's why, you know, I might still... Every once in a while, I have some times I'm complaining about a certain thing too, because it needs to be said, and it does need to be said. So I don't think that they are bad about it all the time, but I feel like sometimes they do give them too much energy. Yeah, that's how we connect us, right? That's the when the the, yeah, it was a podcast, but American guy. Yeah, it was whatever podcast. So whatever Whatever podcast. podcast No, I gotta say as much as I kind of like it a little bit. Um, and I wanted yeah. to talk to him on the pod someday, but I still feel like <laughs> let's not offend him. <laughs> yeah, but at the same You're time, I feel like fucking geek. <laughs> <laughs> but he he's copying Fresh and Fit. I'm just gonna be honest about it. Now, but yeah. Sterling did go on the podcast, so maybe he has some oh. backing now towards like maybe they're friends or something. But I do feel like he he needs to give credit to Fresh and Fit because they definitely started that. Yeah. I will be honest, but um, they definitely started the moment. Yeah, you re- you commented, "Why do you always have, uh, <laughs> why do you always interview retards?" <laughs> uh, yeah, <somehow laughs> and I was like, "Honestly, that's true. <laughs> like, that's what made us connect because it felt yeah. like all of the women on there were just bad examples of women." Yeah, and uh, kind of gets annoying yeah. almost. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's kind of fucking annoying. Like uh, <laughs> these bimbos, like uh, don't have like uh, 
insult in their head like I know <laughs> that's exactly how they look too and then you like uh, prove the points against them like uh, I mean it needs to be done of course so people could like you need to mock the like the artistic uh, that's the bullying part you need to bully them a little bit so we know okay these are these people are you know uh, kind of need to fix themselves but uh, I like that uh, you know the the well, I don't watch the Water podcast. I got, I, I'm not a fan of podcasts. I'm, I'm being honest here. Like watching uh, podcasts? I, I, rarely, rarely. I watch like, sh sometimes I do, but uh, maybe on the weekend or something like that. Those are my favorite I, thing to watch, bro. I, I watch constantly podcasts. I love them. I, I can't. Uh, honestly, I, I know like a lot of uh, people love them. Uh, but uh, to me, I can only like, uh, if I listen to them uh, in between work i can't focus i know like a lot of people can uh, watch uh, listen and uh, work but i don't i can but i don't do it while i work really <laughs> maybe while i'm working out or something but aha uh -huh, this is uh, like your uh, like your fun time it like, feeds like my to... mind you know instead of like <laughs> some bullshit entertainment i'll watch this is it's more um you know real it's, conversations it's, it's, it's makes you think about stuff you know yeah for sure it's healthier yeah I'd, um well yeah maybe maybe i should uh, involve that into my repertoire but i could always I, get I, refer you to good ones like the best ones to watch for sure yeah for sure i watch a lot of comedy like uh comedy and ufc but i found like uh, watching too much comedy makes you a bit uh, retarded yeah makes you a bit <laughs> too too much of a clown yeah, man, there's, it's um, not as much substance. Sometimes, unless they're joking about stuff that is making you think, such as Dave Chappelle or yeah. something like that. He does talk about pretty real stuff. Yeah, but uh, sometimes, but most of it is... Uh, I mean, it's uh, a lot of it's uh, philosoph philosophical, but again, uh, too much of a... That's like clown energy, the jester energy. Too much of jester energy makes you a jester, not a king, which is uh, something I'm trying to. True. Like I'm like furthering myself uh, from it. I like I watch a lot of uh, fighting, and the guy I watch uh, and I watch a lot of like uh, mystic uh, stuff. You know. The shaman it, it's stuff. It's not. Uh, the I mentioned like the Serbian guy. He has like. It's not a, a podcast he goes and talks into the camera or to the people like for ha an hour and a half or something like that. And some kind of and people like that. But it's not so much a podcast. But uh, for certainly I should supposed to implement uh, podcasts, uh, change podcasts into from comedy into podcast for sure. Like some smart podcast, not something stupid. You know? Yeah, from absolutely. Comedy podcast to, to something smart. But what I wanted to say is about that Matt, uh, whatever guy. Well, we don't want to, uh, we kind of uh, shitted too much on him. <laughs> I mean, we want him as a ne next guest. But, uh, you know, when... Uh, <laughs> he might be on here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I'm not worried on... about it, bro. I'm not worried about it. Go ahead. You were saying what? <laughs> but uh, to, to say something positive, like, uh, okay, he's bringing a lot of bimbos like fresh and fit but i have seen i i don't watch his podcast but i have seen the short videos and he did bring like uh, uh mothers like uh healthy women oh that's good healthy feminine it's women. just that they're only they're only taking shorts of the dumb ass bitches 
Yeah. <laughs> that, like, yeah, that's yeah. all I see. The short clips are like yeah. just dumb. Like, well, yeah, he'll yeah, prove them straight up wrong and they'll go, uh, uh, yeah. like what? This offends me. This, how can you be so masculinity? <laughs> and they go uh, 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 insulting the man, you know. It's so funny, bro. It's so funny because like he'll literally have straight facts, just like Fresh and Fit do, <laughs> like straight real <laughs> statistics. Like I feel like that's not true. Well. <laughs> okay. Nice well, you got statistics, and you're telling me. I feel this, and I feel that. They always say I feel something. It's all about emotions <laughs> with women, man. Yeah, that's that's that chaotic side, you know, that feminine chaotic side. They, it's too loose, you know. It's funny, man. They do, they do kind of operate in a different in, in some fairy tales, and you just have to like. You could tell them the facts, but they. They already get what they want most all the time. And then they act like they're in a bad position in society, which I always call them out for because men are in mm -hmm. a worse position. But like, mm -hmm. OK, you know, women are in a in a position where they can get really most everything they want. Because a lot of the men are simps just doing anything for them anyway. Mm -hmm. And then even then, I mean, I've been kicked out of a bar, a club. I got kicked out of a club because a woman, two two of my exes, uh, were both there, and they they lied about me. And I didn't even do anything, and they just trust the women. They always trust the women. Wow. And there was even a video, Sneeko had reacted to, where hey, shout out Sneeko. Yeah, shout out Sneeko, free Sneeko. Get him back on <laughs> YouTube, man. <laughs> um, anyway, he's gonna see this probably. So what's up, bro? Um, <laughs> basically, he reacted to this guy. I cannot remember his name. I think his name was like Loaf. I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe I'm completely wrong. That would be funny. But there's this guy. He's like a 19, 20 something. Uh, he went to a Six Flags or something like that. And he was in line just kind of trolling people, messing around. Like... Like, I was here first. I was in this line. It was like a line for a kitty ride. They have it all on video, too. Like, then this blue-haired lady, you know, of course. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like arguing with them. Like, no, you weren't here first. We were here first. Like, blah, blah, blah. And that was fine. That wasn't a big deal. But then they walked away. They were just laughing. There. It was no big deal. And uh, they're just walking throughout the place. And then this cop comes up to them. This is all on video. And the cop's like, yeah, we were told you were sexually assaulting children. And, like, they just trusted the women, woman and uh, mm. kicked their ass out. But they were trying to, they were going to arrest them and everything. But since they had it on video, they were good. But imagine they didn't have it on video just because women say something. And maybe you could argue, I'll give devil's advocate, you could argue maybe if a guy said that they still would have done it. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, America has a lot of opportunities, but I'm not envious uh, one bit, man. You have yeah. to live with fucking horrendous shit. You <laughs> have to work on actual. Uh, I mean, what is this? This is crazy. The, I don't want to uh, <clears throat> be too negative, but uh, 
if we were in Japan in samurai age in nineteen in 1500s, like okay, cut the cut the blue hair chick's uh, head with the fucking katana. But okay, but uh, I'm just oh shit. Uh, but uh, this is kind of venting, right? Mm. No, for real but though, it's... it's just like that's fucked up. You can't. You could really screw someone's entire life up. Um entire life and then they're not even get in trouble like even with i know i keep bringing him up but bro andrew tate went to jail for three months yeah for for, for something he and didn't he's even not do still not free. He he's didn't still even, not free man yeah he's in his he's on house arrest house and he's arrest. he was there for three months with no evidence mm-hmm. they they arrested him with no evidence and then they were looking for evidence they never found anything and they all it was a girl that got paid to say something yeah i mean Maybe. It's I, I can't believe what frustration you are going through because in America, right? Because you're seeing this in in life. I have I can see this like maybe uh, when I'm Friday night uh, when I'm in town I I see uh, like some like blue hair, but it's kind of under the radar. There's there's not so many of them in Croatia. The crazy I mean, yeah I, yeah yeah i know what i don't want to offend but uh, it's not all blue know? hair women but it's mostly i'm just saying of course we call them that because that's most of the time the the ones that are fake woke you know they're woke yeah yeah the yeah the woke people uh, the woke who couldn't be further from the woke moon yeah they're politically uh, correct so much to the point where it's obvious they're just i don't know i don't know it's retarded it's it's a retardation because uh, they speak one thing and they do another they it's hypocrisy about freedom. yeah it's hypocrisy they speak about freedom uh, when you say only two genders and uh, say why don't you uh, recognize my nouns thankful to god i don't i don't have to deal with this shit but i unfortunately i heard about this retardation. <laughs> at least i'm glad you why know don't about you it, say they, they them I, I had to know they say they them uh, why don't you respect my pronouns but uh, then uh, like why don't you it's not such a big deal uh, we're all free but then when you express your opinion they crash you they, they attack you they hate uh, having a, they hate you having an opinion well god yeah, forbid they, god forbid i have my own view on everything you know yeah and then you know what they call freedom, me huh? and you know what they call me they, the same people you're a cis white male your opinion doesn't matter you get everything you want i don't get everything i want just because i'm a normal by the way not cis normal white male (laughs) i just find it funny like i always got pissed off about that and i would tell i'll tell them straight to their face you know cis just means normal man i'm just straight that's all that means that's all that means means and you know i'm not (laughs) saying i'm a normal person i'm not no one's really that normal but you know yeah no one's normal obviously straight is straight is what we're biologically meant to be yeah of course but i mean where where is they have the freedom to choose their own gender they have the freedom to push you into their own uh like they them uh, how you should call them uh, their own grammar they have the freedom to push into their own grammar, but you don't have the freedom to say, to express yourself, to ex- which is, uh, which should be a normal human uh, behavior, if you're not hurting someone else, to express yourself. So, uh, but I think the best way to to deal with this sort of stuff 
is uh, to not give attention at all to mark them i i would uh, i don't have the experience with it so i don't know the best way to deal with it but uh, as we said you know the pendulum they get energy from the people you know uh, uh, the woke people they're on this side and then you have us who push against this retardation <laughs> i mean it's the fact sorry you know I love but it. Uh, <laughs> you know i think the best ways and this guy this vasilio this russian explains this pandelum uh, as how to stop uh, this uh, this movement is to step away and not give it energy as you said attention uh, energy goes where attention flows Some, uh, yeah that's attention exactly flows yeah. Where energy goes energy uh, is currency yeah right so maybe like uh, why it's like going into insane asylum and uh, uh, arguing with the people on uh, you know on, on meds like who think that the moon is made out of cheese or something you know it's you're you're throwing away the words against uh, you know it's it's uh, you you're arguing against retards but this is just my uh, like thought process i don't have experience in this but uh, you you see you're arguing against retards so maybe it would be the best to stop off and you know not give the energy to those uh, like, just you know yeah it's like negotiating with terrorists they don't operate within logic right so why are you trying to put your logic on them i mean you can try but i'm just saying like you should try but if they just continually are not <laughs> accepting your logic and then they're operating within a figment of imagination and they expect you to come into their figment of imagination right over here the little bubble that they live in they want you to go in the bubble too what if i have my bubble over here it's more like i think universes we have our own kind of yeah, philosophies on things and I, I would love to talk to them with logic but a lot of the time they don't accept it so then you just have to back off you know yeah yeah, yeah i think uh, yeah uh, the best uh, you said it uh, like they don't operate in the means of logic they're not masculine enough that's what uh, it they went too crazy yeah but they think they're masculine they think they're masculine you know the 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 masculine and the feminine i honestly don't believe or not that i don't believe but i don't use the you know the terminologies alpha beta sigma uh, yeah i don't use them that much it's yeah. not really important but i do use dominant and submissive so i, th I think yeah, i think that's I, what it comes down to really an alpha to me is just a dominant person beta yeah, is the submissive I, yeah. As as you said, like uh, as it comes down to, it's basically masculine and feminine. Yeah. That's what like uh, we can see on. Uh, that's what you can see with your eye, like men and women. The masculine uh, is like the brain, the logic, the the frame, right? And the women is like the heart, the intuition the 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 chaos the universe the, that kind of operating outside the logic that that kind of universal i think that those people you know those work people went a little bit too much i don't know why i'm back at them but uh, maybe with uh, consu consumption of drugs because uh, drugs bring out that uh, femininity and uh, if we look at uh, a lot of uh, uh, gay fellas uh, we can notice a uh, drug pattern and parting pattern. Interesting. 
but uh, also when we look at the but not only that roman okay i i dwelled maybe uh, too much into one section not only in that section but um uh, yeah i don't know it's it's kind of i think honestly there is in a walk moment well in everything uh, honestly there is some sort of truth and in a walk moment there is some sort of truth uh, i think i mean we need to change from that old pattern people are going uh, through a revolution we are revolutionizing from the feudal age from the you know honestly the catholic church held a lot of people uh, nature they held uh, like shamans uh, like village people mm, that side of the things in my opinion they held under mm, lockdown you know they kill a lot of them they didn't let them operate they didn't let them i think this woke movement is hijacked a revolution from the matrix the we want the revolution from this system the school the the job the cubicle but you know but uh, and this is some sort of revolution but it is hijacked and led to a false end to a pit to our destruction by the may by the, the by the people who rule the system and i think that the new place but this is also philosophical that we need to arrive is is to take that truth from the woke moment that revolution that uh, to crush this to escape this system somehow i don't know how will that look that look like but uh, uh, to guide the revolution the right way but unfortunately and this is what ha what is happening with andrew tate this is what's happening with uh, luke belmar who has um, i mean he has great communication skills i don't know uh, communication skills is, is like how to lead people and he mm -hmm. has like amazing. yeah luke belmar is really in and andrew both of them incredible at communication incredible and incredible <clears throat> luke belmar the even snico although snico has his mistakes yes of course but we all i, I, I think can we all do yeah, I think yeah. everyone does, and especially these people that video themselves the most. Yeah, you can look at them on video, and yeah, it's easy to point fun. But bro, if I if I videoed your whole life, you'd, you'd probably oh, and all man. the shit you said, all the dumb shit you said, you know, you would. I'm I'm talking to the audience, you know. It's like you would. There would be plenty of things to make fun of, man. Uh, it's easy to mock, mm, and I know like uh, as Nico is gonna watch this, and I and I'm a fan of Nico but uh, uh charlie kind of buried him and it's good that he accepted his mistakes and he apologized and i'll say this i'll shit a bit on on charlie but, well charlie is fair and all but uh it's easy for charlie to you know the charlie the white t-shirt guy uh the long hair with the long hair yeah yeah the Charlie. it's easy for him to be the fan favorite and it's easy for him to be the morally higher than sneko because charlie doesn't get into this kind of stuff he doesn't get into he doesn't promote self-improvement he doesn't uh shit against the uh, woke movement he doesn't shit against the main narrative at least what i have seen he doesn't battle against uh, 
maybe the Andrew Tate stuff is all wrong, but at least they're trying to do something. At least they're trying to bring change. You know, uh, Charlie plays games and gives commentary on, on stuff and tries to be funny. It's easy to be like that. Oh, no, it's not easy. It's it's hard to be Charlie, but it's uh, it's easy to judge Sneeko for his actions. I mean, uh, as uh, I th- I think Theodore Roosevelt said it best. It's easy to judge the uh, the gladiator in arena who you know who, uh, who is full of dust and full of mistakes and who fails. And uh, it's easy to sit in a chair and uh, watch a football player and his misses and judge him. It's hard to be the football player and, and do those mistakes. But with that said, now I realize, well, uh, Sneeko needs someone like that who can, uh, uh, the opposite side maybe needs someone like that who can give the other perspective. Yeah. So you can see, okay, what is a mistake here and what is true so I can like improve myself. There's truth in criticism. There, uh, nice beautiful yeah like for me i know there's gonna be plenty of people clipping me man <laughs> i'm gonna be like, <laughs> i'm gonna be in a, as a position they're gonna be doing the same thing they're gonna be talking shit and i'm gonna watch <laughs> it maybe maybe i'll watch it and whenever i see it um i'm gonna open my mind and see what i'm wrong about and then i'm gonna see what they're wrong about and obviously your natural reaction to that criticism most of the time is more anger or whatever but i'm gonna detach myself yeah you you yeah. you, you I, i'm sure i'm certain you will as you grow you will deal with that stuff as nico does i think you have the ability to as you go along to adjust to that i mean it will be hurtful, exactly but i think you have the ability and uh, look at sneeko man he's uh it's not like he failed or anything like he's actually bigger now people might not realize that but he is he's bigger and on he just moved to Rumble. Now he has even more money from it because Rumble pays more. Apparently, oh, that's what he said. He said he got paid more from Rumble than he did on YouTube. So I'm definitely. That's why I moved stuff onto there too. I would love people to follow me on Rumble because it's free speech. They're not gonna ban it. Uh, honestly, <laughs> buy Rumble's stock. It's gonna go up. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's yeah. that's all I got to say about Sneeko. Sneeko is a, I think he's a really good guy. I think that he has good intentions, and he, I didn't agree with a lot of the things he did. Whenever I was watching him, I had to stop for a while because yeah. it was more negative. I know he was trying to be positive, but it was just like he was constantly just talking bad about people all the time instead of just focusing on show show the world what you want to see more of instead of what you want to see less of you know so yeah exactly. that's my thing but i think he does that now he's at a point he's he's matured a lot and i really i like sneeko i think that he's a good guy so shout out to him and uh that's why he hangs out with the people he hangs out with like people don't let you in their circle for nothing and uh to me that's proof and it's gonna be proof it's already proof enough like look at who i talk to even publicly on the podcast. I mean, you can see that we understood each other, you know, even me and you. It's just like-minded people. They talk to each other. So if he's talking to these people that are huge, such as Andrew Tate yeah. and such as, you know, Luke Belmar, then they obviously have some sort of like mind. That's so. for sure. Yeah, um, that's a nice uh, connection. Yeah, so the last thing for us, other than, I did want to say, like, in a men and women 
dynamic. Like I said, you know, the women are are men, and the men are women nowadays here. <laughs> um, I've seen, I've met, I used to do like a lot of interviews, and I had one interview where like I would just talk to people on the street out here over at this college. There's, I don't know if you know about college football, but there's this a uh, team called OU. I actually live in Norman, Oklahoma, so it's I'm really close oh, to them. It's like 10 minutes away from me. It's a D1 school, so they've won championships and stuff. Basically, I'll go out there and talk to people with the microphone sometimes. One girl, it was a group of girls in line for the, the club, and I'm talking to them, and she's like, yeah, I wear the pants in the relationship. <laughs> and I'm like, I like looked at them, and I said, that's a bad relationship. And... <laughs> I got really mad and walked away like immediately so it was pretty funny but it's true it's like i was like what any relationship with a girl wearing the pants and being the leader i promise you it's not going to be good unless maybe a lesbian relationship one of them is going to have more masculine energy for for that relationship mm -hmm. to work you can even look at that it even has proof in that look at any successful lesbian relationship and it's going to have a more manly guy, uh, woman and then a woman that's more feminine. So that's proof enough. Mm -hmm. But I, t I think it's crazy because they, they get it all wrong. The guy should be the leader. The guy should mm -hmm. be the leader. And he's, if he's not leading the woman towards where he wants to go because he's the leader, then it's a bad relationship to me. Or the guy needs to improve in some type of way. I just think that that needs to be said more often is... I didn't. I wasn't taught this in school, man. No one taught me this. <laughs> I no. had to learn this. I'm 23. Mm -hmm. How old are you, man? If you don't mind. So. 26. 26. Okay, so yeah, like I learned this stuff outside of school. I just they don't tell you any of this, and then <laughs> you just kind of got to go figure it out on your own. And then a lot of people will deny it and argue with me. Yeah, it's not respecting the laws of nature. Exactly. There are there are a few laws of nature that need to be respected true so um yeah if you don't follow the laws of nature you'll die or, or uh, not your die but your seed will uh, die yeah and it's that's like uh, if you don't follow the nature you don't reproduce nature always wins bro nature always wins <laughs> you can't against nature <laughs> it's like a tsunami we've been talking about them lately um yeah. it's the most powerful it's like so powerful that you can't fight it like you either run or you die <laughs> i've never been in one but i heard it's uh, it's it's insane like you've been in one have you been no in one i haven't place? no but like I, I that would be crazy but i've been in a, i've been in an earthquake before i've been in me two too me too you can't fight it it's just you gotta deal with it and that's the thing is <laughs> you either work with the nature or you fight against <laughs> it and die so yeah. it's just like anything else um i really like Human nature is always going to be the same. And it goes into sales. It goes into everything you do. You you learn the nature of a woman and why they think how they think. And when you actually break it down to primal nature, you start making sense of everything. Um, how they used to be in like caveman days. It still mm -hmm. translates to this day. And that's the last thing I think I got to say about that. It's just the man should be the leader. And you can't fight that. Yeah. That's true. It's primal. It's primal. People can argue all they want, but, te you know, comment down below your opinion. I'm not going to be mm. mad at anyone. I want to be proven wrong sometimes, you know. I, I say this often. 
I tell you what I believe so that you can tell me what you believe. And that way, maybe, maybe you just accelerate my mind and teach me something. Or maybe whenever you tell me your opinion, I'm able to argue it. And then now you understand what I'm saying. It's all a learning process. The last thing I got to say, man, just for the end, to end it off, because I know we've spent a lot of time, but it was worth it. Uh, do you have any books that you'd like to tell people to read? I was asking. Yeah. Let me let me get a let me get a notebook. And when are you gonna have that ebook done? I need to edit it. And I, I want it to be good. I mean, it's kind of like uh, you know, even my brothers uh, uh, deals with depression. So I wanna write it, you know, to really to give it, you know, to make it my good work. You know, so I don't. I want to make it the next week, but I'll try my best, you know, to to make it sound good. To Sweet. make it good. I don't know. We'll, I'll try it ne next week, but uh, let, let's. See. Well, whenever it's done, whenever it's done, for anyone watching, I'm gonna drop it in the description oh, cool. of this video. So even if you're watching this maybe later on, if it's not there immediately after this drops, it'll be there later. So everyone else that's watching it later on. Just check the description. It'll probably be there. Hey, thanks, man. I no appreciate it. Uh, okay. Uh, well, sometimes when you read fiction, you understand parts of yourself. That's why I would... Uh, how many books should I recommend? Like, Go ahead. Just uh, three, five. Um, well, first off, I would re recommend you the thing that we spoke about before, the, the Russian guy. But uh, let me find a way. Transurfing, it's called Transurfing, from uh, Vadim Zelan. He's some sort of a Russian guy. Uh, v okay, I don't know to spell English words, so I won't even try. <laughs> That's the first one. The second one, to get, uh, it's a great American book, great um, from a great American uh, writer, uh, Call of the Wild. It is fiction, you can learn stuff, and this will help you with that shadow stuff. You can see in the animal uh, call of the wild. Yeah, your animals, your animal side, I remember. Your, your animal side, call of the wild. And uh, let me, this is for understanding female and uh, fem femininity and masculinity. Let me Google uh -huh. uh, from David Deida, The Way of the Superior Man. Mm. This will help you in understand the dynamics between the uh, femininity and masculinity. Uh, can I say one one last word that I forgot to say before? Well, uh, you know, we mentioned uh, Andrew Tate, uh, Luke Belmar, Snicko, and we dwelled into Snicko a bit. But I wanted to also mention, you know, how this woke moment, uh, this, how do you say, uh, revolution is taken is taken into a wrong way, into woke movement, this woke movement, your blue hair and all that shit. <clears throat> well, and the, you have these uh, guys here, the, like like even us too, you know, uh, Andrew Tate, Snicko, Belmar, uh, Tristan Tate, Tristan Tate must have... Uh, underrated, know, man. Underrated. underrated. I love that underrated. guy, man. I swear. Yeah. That guy's amazing. He gets uh, two less praise, but man, He's a, he's a fucking warrior and he's uh, all the shit that Andrew ate, Tristan ate. 
<laughs> so uh, you know, uh, respect, man, respect and all those guys. fellas, and not only them, but uh, David Ada. Uh, you have uh, David Goggins, uh, Andrew Huberman, uh, Joe Rogan. I mean, all uh, all this, and even females, but I don't know uh, their names, unfortunately, now. But uh, all these are fighting to like stir the revolution into the right way. So yeah. Shout out Leia. Uh, her name is Leia. Yeah, Leia Haven. I don't know how to say her last name personally. Yeah, she's a British. She's her a British and then girl. I think there's also this girl named Pearl or something, but also. Doesn't. Yeah, the the redhead. Yeah, the redhead girl. Yeah, well, they're, they're, I, think, they're, I think she is. Yeah. They're both really pretty. I just want to maybe. <laughs> Shoot your shot, bro. Yeah, I get it, man. But yeah, uh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah. The I think uh, this is the right way. Uh, the woke movement is one way, and they try to change every like they want to change the outside. But these people, the David Goggins, the Tates, uh, this uh, let's say Jay Waller too, uh, Jay Waller, all these people, these uh, help you. I mean, these people focus on self-improvement, mm -hmm. right? These people focus on you working on yourself, which is your biggest enemy. Our biggest enemy is we ourselves. And this ties in with the parasites, right? The parasites eat you because you drink, you choose to drink alcohol, right? That's why the parasites get you and take your energy. So if you want to change your, if you want to change the world, change yourself. And uh, this is the right way, the self-improvement way. So if you don't know who to follow, uh, fi uh, find someone who tells you work on yourself and not uh, this guy is bad, this guy is bad, this guy is bad, Nego, yeah. I'm bad, this is my mistake, I need to work on that. This is the right way. Also, if Jay Waller, you were watching this, man, I know you're born in Louisiana. Yeah, pull up man please. pull up get on the pod man <laughs> I, <laughs> I want you, any of you guys that i mentioned all these people I, um i would love to have these guys on the podcast for sure jay waller is one of the biggest most influential people to me as well and he's like a country guy that made it so i respect that dude on another level so yeah last thing you you said the books so just plug anything you want to plug um mm. I already plugged yeah. your book, so the book is well. What's the call? What is it called? What is it? I mean, the title now is defeating the depression. Okay, I love it. All right, what else do you want to plug, man? You want <clears> to plug your Twitter? Plug? Well, Twitter is uh, at Teodor Zrinsky, and if you need uh, some uh, help with like uh, depression and uh, dealing with the inner suffering, uh, shoot me a message on Twitter. And uh, that's that. I don't have anything else to plug. Sweet. I'm really happy that you called uh, me on this podcast. Uh, I really, I learned a lot, and uh, this was good. I, I was really, um, absolutely, bro. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad that you came on. Um, I guess I'm gonna do my plugs real quick. Real, and yeah. it's it's basically first of all we got the hurtful truth merchandise at any time. Hit me up, and whatever I have available, I'll let you know. But it's mostly going to be a very insider brand. It's the rich man's podcast. It's the wealthy man's podcast. That's what we are. So we're going to have very, we only want to sell it to certain people. So 
if you hit me up, maybe you have to see if you qualify to even have it. Are you like-minded? Certain people that were just early to it, I might sell it to them anyway. But overall, I want it to be a symbol of like, if you have this, then you know this logo or this type of brand on you, then you know that person is like-minded to the rest of us. It's like a movement. Hurtful truth, man. So uh, hit me up. Well, at Hurtful Truth with the X instead of the U in truth. You know, just hit it up on Instagram or something. Doesn't matter. DM us. Other than that, we got partnered by this water filter company. It actually filters out fluoride. What you say? Do you have the product here? All right. Yeah. This is it. Come on. So it's a water water filter dispenser. It actually filters out fluoride. Not just fluoride, but... You ever heard of fluoride before? Yes. Okay, so you know exactly it calcifies your pineal gland. Basically, what that means is it closes your mind. And they used to, actually the Nazis used to use it. That's when it was introduced into the water supply. The Nazis used it to keep people docile and like work just like slaves and not think out of the box. They put that in 90% of our water supply as well. Isn't that crazy? So... We filter that out with this and all these other water filters. They don't really do that, man. There's only super expensive ones. I did research because, you know, I didn't have a lot of money and I wanted to find an affordable water filter. And I found that company and that company is incredible. That's why I partnered with them. They got water bottles that filter water. These filters don't just filter fluoride, but like a lot of other contaminants like microplastics and metals that are in all of your water. Really bad stuff. They even put estrogen in the water. They keep the estrogen in the water. They don't filter that part out. Uh, the filter keeps the uh, estrogen in the water, right? Not this filter. The uh, the the way that they filter water, like the water supply, like the government and the people in charge. Ah, okay. okay. They keep they, estrogen they keep. in the water, and uh, it's horrible because that's why men are getting more feminine because the estrogen is mm. a f- the feminine hormone. Like we have mm. testosterone. That's more more of a masculine hormone and they have the estrogen and they keep that in the water from like women's urine and stuff like that. <laughs> it's yeah. so messed up, man. There's a lot of uh, a lot of things they don't filter out. And I remember I would drink tap water and my throat would hurt. I needed a filter. So I got a filter and the filter was better, but it was only filtering out carbons. That's Brita water filters. I do not like them. So I will talk shit about Brita for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh I had one and it's just like they don't they only filter like 80% maybe 60% of the carbon out of the water it's not even that good I don't know the exact numbers but I know that it's not that good and that's only like one chemical out of all of the contaminants I looked it up there's a website where you can look up the, how many contaminants and what contaminants are in your water we had 14 in our water supply here that are horrible for you so we got mm. that and they're not even that expensive use code HTPOD at epicwaterfilters.com they got pitchers they got dispensers they got stuff you they even have the thing you can put on your shower water supply to filter the water in your shower the water is absorbing into your skin and then we have the ones you can put on your faucet stuff like that it's pretty insane shout out them htpod is the code that you use for 20 percent off which is more than you even get if you sign up for the newsletter and everything that's really all i gotta say is yeah, man, that's all I got to say. I'm just trying to, I only partner with companies I truly believe in. Shout out to them. Appreciate them for partnering. That's all I got to say, man. I appreciate you coming on, man, giving your perspectives. 
maybe we'll do it again in another six <coughs> months or a year or something. Okay. To trash more LGBTQ, uh, to trash more woke movement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to no, spread hate, good. you know, that's why we're here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, to spread hate. No, to shit on someone else, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, we're just trying to spark conversations. So yeah, sure. thank you for watching to everyone that's watching. Thank you for listening to everyone that's listening. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I might eventually be on Amazon Podcasts, but I don't know how. I haven't done it yet. We'll probably be live, like I said, on Twitter Spaces for the rest of them. Sometimes, at least, we'll do some Twitter Space podcast live on top of this. So, at Cryptical Karma on Twitter. I'll, I'll just finally integrate it. Why not? I mean, I was promoting the podcast through that anyway, so... All right, man, then I'm going to end the recording. Thank you, everyone, again. So, peace.